All right, everyone, pay attention because it goes like this. No. Read my lips because apparently you need to be reminded. No. Once more, all together because apparently you need practice. No. Welcome back to Write All Week. I am your host. My name is Dave. If you would like to interact with us on all the usual social media networks, the username is Write All Week. And that does include the recently popular parlor, where apparently we're all going to uh, reconvene if we all get booted from all the other networks. So if you would like to jump ahead and get there before it's too late, then yes, come and join us. We're already there at Write All Week again. That is the username. And if you'd like to send us an email, email the address writeallweek at gmail.com. There you can get the right answer to any question you might have on the YouTubes. Please remember to like, subscribe, ring that bell for notifications, and of course share. It is early days, which means you get to look good for helping people connect with us. And of course, we would be very much appreciative for that. On the audio platforms, please, if you can, if you have the opportunity to give us a review or give us a rating, we'd be very much appreciative of that also. And share there as as well. Very much lots of grateful, appreciative feelings towards all of you for joining us here again. Now, talking today because apparently we just have to. We can't get away from it. It's all the COVID nonsense is getting cranked through the roof because that is the message of the day. 50,000 new cases, they're saying. We're reporting the record high numbers, more cases than ever. Never mind the fact that everything else is down. And that is what they're trying to do. It is all about panic peddling, fear mongering, trying to do everything that they can. I want you guys to think back with me. Let's climb into our TARDISes. Let's climb into our DeLoreans. Let's travel back four months. Can you remember four months ago? I know they went to memory hole everything, but I want you to do your best. Let's go all the way back four months. Can you remember when we first found out there was such a thing as a novel coronavirus? And what did they want us to do, right? They just wanted us to be aware. They wanted us to practice some safe things. We got some recommendations. They weren't even that big a deal, right? But they started to give us some ideas. And then they asked us to make take some safe precautions, some safe measures. And then it turned out, okay, yeah, there were some things. But at first it was, it was nothing, right? Right? It was boo-hoo on Trump. Trump's just being too ridiculous because this thing is nothing. We can't be distracted by this thing. So there are way more important things to do, and Trump is being ridiculous. Remember that? That was the initial reaction. Trump was the one who was being overreactionary, and he's just being ridiculous, and coronavirus is nothing. That's four months ago. That's what they were saying in February. And then, oh, no, actually, it's the return of the Black Death. They swung this thing completely in the other direction, and now we all need to be all in a panic, right? And so that's come March, and now it's time to do, go in the completely in the other direction. And so, of course, we did. But then remember, if you can, of course, before the end of March, Trump is now saying, hey, we've done the lockdowns, right? We started with the, the initial, the first couple of hashtags, right? We were supposed to flatten the curve because we didn't want our health systems to be overrun. And we wanted to see what we could do to slow the spread because, of course, you can't stop a virus. Everybody knew back then. We hadn't completely forgotten all of viral history back in March. Of course, humans were still humans. We hadn't forgotten our history. We weren't, we hadn't erased all of it yet. We accomplished that some how in May. In March, we still remembered there were certain things like immunology and the fact that humans are humans who spread diseases no matter what you do. 
but we were going to try to at least find some way to mitigate some of the factors. We were just trying to control some factors so that we would have time to deal with it. We were just buying time. That was the idea back then. But then Trump's like, hey, you know what would be great? And what if we, we don't want the cure to be worse than the disease, right? Remember that? That was one of the things that he was concerned about. But then we were also like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if we were able to get the people back into the church in time for Easter? Wouldn't that be great? So let's reopen the economy. Let's reopen the churches. And then all of a sudden, it was like, boom, something happened behind closed doors. And all of these things that we were hoping for, they're just gone, right? And then the initial steps, the first 14 days, no, we can't have 14 days. You've got to have 30 days. 30 more days to follow the first 14 days and then all of a sudden everything was just it was all over after that because then all of the ducks fell behind that all of your other people who were standing in power everything followed they all threw down their lockdowns their stay-at-home orders executive order after executive order mandate after mandate it was just a flurry of fomenting divisions after that because there are people who had different ideas. What are the right responses? What are the right answers? And no, nobody was in agreement. And that's what we all had problems. All of the consequences, most half of the videos that I have made since I decided I really wanted to get this program started early have to do with the side effects of the decisions that we have made as a people as since that order was given. Since we decided we have to go another 30 days and everybody's decisions as, you know, all across the country, all of the different governors and their tyrannical overreach, which here's the thing. Let me just be as fair as I can be. You can't point the blame at one person. We can't point the blame just at Trump. We can't point the blame at just the one governors. You have to follow it all the way down the line because you know what? Trump by himself, he can't decide, you know what? I'm going to go door to door. I'm going to go city to city. I'm going to go from every county and make sure that everybody's following exactly what I designed. And you know what? Same thing is true for the governors. They can't go from city to city, county to county and try to make sure that everything is being enforced. You know what? Even Whitmer, she actually tried to do that. That doesn't work. No, you actually have to realize that on a local level, the people who live in your town with you, those are the people who actually have to decide that they are going to do it. So there has to be somebody in each step down as you follow it from body to body, municipality to municipality, as you work your way down the tiers of the hierarchy of the governing bodies and authorities, there has to be somebody who believes or at least submits and says, yes, I'm going to do what they say and I'm going to force it on the people. And now I'm getting down to where I, I'm intending to get to the point that I'm trying to make about today. The reason I started with the no is because this is the consent of the governed. See, we have a tradition in this country uh, about, hey, you know what's the right response to the tyrannical government? How about non-compliance? You know, it's a it's an age-old tradition in this nation. Actually, it goes back to the founding. We've been doing it since, you know, 1776, which if you know your history, that's about as far back as you can go because that's when we decided to make things official. We decided in 1776 we were going to make ourselves our own official nation because when you're living under a tyrannical government, that's pretty much what you need in order to decide for yourselves that we are now going to govern ourselves. That's what gives you the right because nobody has a right to govern you in contrary to the way that God does. You can't usurp God's rights, God's laws, because then that is what abdicates you from being a, a righteous authority, and you can't take away from me the thing that God gives to me. And you can't do a contrary to God. So that is the idea that they had. That's when they founded this nation. They said, you know what? How about some non-compliance for you? Okay, well, let me ask you. Do you feel like you're living under those conditions today? 
because this country was founded under those principles. So how about some non-compliance? Because here we are, we're living in a time now where we're saying we're trying to use this fake resurgence. 50,000 cases today. Let me ask you an important question. So what? So what? How about some other facts to put it in contrast? Because I'm I'm trying to help you guys with that. Reference that in some previous videos. Contrasts make all the difference. Okay, what about the ages of these people? What, uh, where are they coming from? Who's the people who are these new cases because we're pretty much testing everything that moves. I already talked about the fact that you can't go anywhere to get any kind of treatment without somebody trying to give you a test. Doesn't matter what kind of treatment you're seeking, what your real issues, your concerns, what your needs are, they're going to test you and then they're going to record that. Okay, so everybody's getting tested. When our median age of people who were being tested for or testing positive for COVID have dropped down to the mid 30s. Okay, how about people in the mid-30s? Are they really at risk? What's your chance of dying from COVID if you are in your mid-30s? How about 0.002%? Name something else that you know of in your life that has a guaranteed success rate of 99.998%. You can't get that kind of a guarantee from birth control. But that is your guarantee. That is, those are your odds of success of surviving COVID-19. But meanwhile, we're still having press briefings from the White House COVID-19 task force, and we're talking about ventilators. How many people needed ventilators right now? Oh, no, there's not a need right now. We don't actually need them. People are going in and out of the hospital without needing ventilators. Most of them don't need it. Actually, let me tell you this. Do you know how many people are actually going into the hospital? Because they actually need to be treated for COVID-19. Originally, people were going into the hospital because they had issues and then they were testing them because they were already proving that they had symptoms related to COVID-19. So the percentages were much, much higher. But now we're testing them, we get in there and then we find out, oh, well, yeah, it turns out they have COVID-19, but the actual test positive and then they were being hospitalized because they had COVID-19, it's all the way down to 7%. 7% hospitalization rate and a fatality rate for people who are below the age of 60.002%. So, so what that we had 50,000 new cases in one day? It's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. But, okay, it's time for some new mandates. We gotta throw some new mandates out there. So let's have everybody wearing masks. Here's the thing about masks. Masks do not protect you, if you're wearing it, they're basically deciding, here's the thing, I'm just, because I know that we don't want to argue the wrong thing, we're not trying to debate what's the point here about why are we wearing masks. They're basically decided that everybody cannot be trusted to protect everybody else. We've already determined, we know this, because all of the big health places out there have said that asymptomatic spread is rare. But what they're basically saying is you cannot be trusted if you start showing symptoms, we can't trust you to stay home. Or if you start showing symptoms, we can't trust you to wear a mask. If you start showing symptoms, we cannot trust you to do what's right. So the best way for us to make sure that everybody is protected is to mandate that everybody, symptoms or no symptoms, now has to wear the mask, regardless of what other side effects there are with masks. But then we're not actually gonna make any logical uh, requirements with regards to the masks. Never mind the fact that the bandanas that most people are wearing, the stupid shirt things that people are wearing, the cloth masks that people are wearing, that those have almost no effect. 
The cloth mask, what's that, 4% droplet stop? Whatever that is, that has no effect. Okay, that's retarded. But those that we're just gonna say, yeah, just put something on your face and you're okay. And it doesn't actually do any good. So no, they're actually, the, we have been saying this for a long time now, all these months that we're going through, it's really not having a lot of concern to do with actually protecting anyone. Even though that is the message they're trying to say, we can't trust you, so we're just gonna tell you, but actually no, we're really just trying to control you. But where are we, really, honestly, seriously, what is it all about? I mean, we couldn't trust you, we didn't want to st help you, we, we just wanted to stop you way back in April. You can't have your Easter, and here we are in July. Guess what? Another day you can't have. You can't celebrate your 4th of July either. What's the right answer? I think we need to go back. We need to look back. Again, how did our founding fathers handle this stuff? How about a little bit of no? How about a little bit of non-compliance? How about you don't have a right to tell me to do things that aren't, that have nothing to do with you? I know how to manage my health. I know how to manage my family. I know how about to celebrate my own holidays, national holidays or, or other kinds of holidays. I think we can figure that out for ourselves. Thank you very much. You know what? I got your opinion. I kind of settled it somewhere else in my mind palace. And you know what? Now that it's been filed away in the round file, I'm gonna go ahead and make my own decisions for you. Let me give you a story because Here's how you can do it. Just an example from Dave's personal life. You can totally push back on these monkeys and they don't stand up very well. A lot of these people will totally crush under the weight of just a little bit of pushback, okay? Because I'm living a normal life out here. We're all trying to live our normal lives, right? I go shopping. They've got the sign on the door. I don't even own a mask because I'm so totally not into it. And they have the sign on the door that says, we would like you to wear a mask inside. Well, you know, they said, you know, wear a mask for entry. And I just straight up asked the guy standing at the door, are you not going, are you going to deny me service if I don't wear a mask in the store? Uh, uh, no, it's okay. You can, you can come in. See, all I had to do was ask because they aren't ready to say no. If you ask it, are you going to deny me service if I don't work? And there was another place I asked and they, they straight up said yes, but this one guy said no. I went to another place and they had the sign on the door and they tried to say, oh yeah, we, know we got the government regulations. And I pointed out because I live in a city where they haven't actually mandated it. Florida Surgeon General said they're recommending that people wear it. And then my county where I live in, just cited the Florida Surgeon General and said, we are endorsing the Florida Surgeon General's recommendations. So basically, the county commissioners are encouraging people to consider the encouragement from the Florida Surgeon General. Okay, that's a fantastically brilliant word salad you put out there, but thank you very much for your opinion. Meanwhile, I'm just going to not do it. Thank you. I've, uh, I've read your words and now I'm moving on. Again, thank you for your opinion and no. So I went to the store, they got their sign on the door and I walked in and I asked them the same thing. I said, okay, do you understand that there's no mandate? You could put whatever sign on the door you want. It's your business, your opinion. Are you going to deny me service? To which the guy's like, oh, well, we've got, so oh, we got uh, some masks that we can give you. So I don't want your mask. I want to know if you're going to deny me service. Well, no, you can do whatever you want to do. I said, I want to shop. Okay, can I get you a cart? See, you just got to be able to willing to push back a little bit. So how about some non-compliance? Because here's the thing. We cannot count on the people above us to protect us anymore. Another example we're looking at right now. I'm in Florida. Pence was here. He was hanging out with our governor, Ron DeSantis, who, by the way, was Mr. Awesome for a long time, but he's totally back down on this. Totally back down. I don't understand. What? 
good does it do for Mr. DeSantis, who's been Mr. Pushback? We've got nothing to be afraid of. Look at how the cases didn't come out. Look at how awesome we've been. And then all of a sudden, oh, we've got a bunch of positives. I guess we better not go into phase three. How does it help you? You are killing the game. You are pushing back on the media narrative. And now all of a sudden you want to cave to it? What good does it do you, Mr. Maverick? You're not going to be the Maverick anymore. What good does it do you? I don't understand. I don't understand why he would choose to do that. He's not helping himself. He's just not. But he's here, he's meeting, and then Pence comes out, and what does Pence do? He gets up there, and he's making the message, and he's basically doing the same thing, caving into the media narrative and saying, oh, well, you know, we've got all these positives. Of course we've got the positives. He references the same thing that I pointed out in a previous thing. Yeah, we've got all these new tests. But then another one of the things that he does, he talks about the fact that young people, people who are 35, the age range that I mentioned a little bit ago, the fact that they're all meeting in places, they're hanging out with each other, and now they're spreading the thing. Here's the thing, though. What is it? How is it really affecting that age range? And do you really think, honestly, let's be smart about this for a second. Are you going to just, are you saying that those people in that age group, that they're stupid? That they're not aware of the risks? Are they doing that because they don't care about the risks? That there's uh, no benefit to these people in this age group for going out and doing normal life? Or maybe that people in this age group, midlife age group, 30 to 40, Maybe that they understand, like maybe they didn't, this information that I've shared, the 0.002%, maybe they already know that. Maybe they've understood that a 99.998% success rate is totally okay with them. And they actually think, you know what? I'm okay with going to restaurants. I'm okay with going shopping. I'm okay with taking my kids places. I would like to go to church. And a 99.998% success is better than I can get anywhere else in my life. I can't get that on the street. I can't get that in an airplane. I can't get that anywhere. And they're thinking, that's fine with me. But thank you, Mr. Pence, for offending most of your base with this excuse. Blaming us for the spread. Okay, thank you very much. I don't understand why he would do that either. But that's what they're doing. They're walking out there saying these things. How does that help them? It really doesn't. And this is the thing. Getting to the strategy again, because here we are in an election year. And that's why this is happening. Did you notice? Anybody who's watching this right now, thank you for watching. But have you noticed, again, still, the United States, this is the only place that we're dealing with this. We're the only place that is dealing with this. Any other nation in the world right now, it is a settled issue. They did their initial lockdowns. They realized what was happening. They have opened up. Countries all around the world have everything open to the public again. They're enjoying sports. They're enjoying social events. Whatever other normal things that people do, the rest of the world is doing it. But not America. Why can't America do it? Because we have an election coming. And you know what? Mr. Trump bad. But what is Mr. Trump doing about it? Oh, he's tough talking on his tweets. We got tough talking tweets and that's what we've got from him. We've got him going up there. He's using, what is he going to do? We're going to use a microphone and talk tough about it on the microphone? Well, that's all I'm hearing so far. I haven't actually seen him do anything to stop it. But he really needs to because I don't see how he's going to solve this problem if he doesn't actually make some changes. And I did this and show me the MAGA. It's time for MAGA. We are way past time for MAGA. It was time for MAGA the first time I asked for MAGA. It was way past time there the second time I asked for MAGA. We are so past MAGA time. We are so far past MAGA time. 40 million unemployed. 
and all the other issues, all the other consequences, all the companies that have shut down. I'm seeing announcements for companies in my local area that are shut down or never coming back again. And everyone that does, that's just another piece of damage. I don't understand how he expects to get reelected. And, and that's another thing, the drop in approval that he's seeing and the number of people who say, yeah, our country was on the right track. Four months ago compared to now, and the fact that the nation is four months away, it was, we've had, are right now pretty much at an equal distance from where it began to how much time we've got left to stop it. And every day that he waits is a less time that he has to fix it than the amount of time that he let it go on and all this damage to be caused. I don't understand why we're waiting, but this is where we are. So we need to fix it. But here's my point. The point I'm making all day today is we can't rely on anybody else. It's up to you. Non-compliance starting with no. Again, in places where I am right now, in Florida, with Mr. DeSantis saying, you know what, people I like uh, with bars, for example, I'm not a person who goes out and drinks at bars, but if I was a friend of somebody who owned a bar, my advice to you would be like, hey, why are you waiting? Why do you need this guy's permission to run your business? Isn't it your business? Why don't you just go run your business? I don't understand why you need his permission to run your business. Okay, here's a little strategy because I think it's supposed to be like you have to have at least 51% of your business and it has to be something other than alcohol in order to open your business. Okay, fine. Go to Walmart, buy a grill. Everybody who walks through the door automatically gets a hamburger and a hot dog. Okay, cool. So you pay an entry fee for hamburgers and hot dogs and then everything else is drinks, right? Okay, fine. Now you're a bar and a grill. Done, did, deal, and see did, to see if a cop stops you, right? Because I'm pretty sure they all understand everybody has to make money. Why is Shelly Luther, my spirit animal for today, why is she the only person in this country who seems to be willing to stand up to these monkeys? I don't understand it. I really don't. So this is Dave just getting really, really raw with you guys today because it's up to us, all right? Again, we're upside down country because if you go to the top, who do you find? You find us. It's all about... Uh, the consent of the governed. And right now, the governed seem to be okay with being consent, uh, giving their consent to being governed by a bunch of tyrants who are just letting all of the people on the other side just do all kinds of things that are actually running this country into the ground. So I'm wondering, okay, do, how much do we actually care about this stuff? Or are we really just going to sit back, be passive, and let it just be, just be destroyed? If we really care, if we really treasure this thing, this thing that was given to us, there's a lot of rich history here, and I know that I've gone long, so I don't want to go along much, much longer, but there really was, in this history, a lot of a rich culture with a, a divine providential influence, and I'm afraid that because we've allowed a lot of that to get pushed to the wayside, and we're living in a time where the Antichrist spirit actually has a lot of influence on the day, uh, what people might refer to as the, the spirit of the age. And there's actually a lot of people who don't love the truth enough. They're willing to trade the truth for a lot of different kinds of lies. This might actually be the reason why darkness is winning, why the house that is not going to stand because of the way that it's being divided, and the likeliness of this time next year us being able to, I mean, if we don't get to celebrate the 4th of July this year, what are the chances we're going to be allowed to celebrate it next year? It's one of those things where like you let something happen once and then it's easier to let it happen again. So I'm just encouraging everyone, let's go ahead and stand up and fight for something because it actually means something to us. Let's show them that it actually has meaning, that we actually care. And let's start with an easy word, a valid word I tell my kids all the time. No is a word that has meaning, it's a valid answer, and people need to learn to accept it. So once again, practice saying it. No, and start using that word for some people who need to hear it. 
All right, that's my message for you guys today. Once again, thank you for watching this video. I am Dave. This is Right All Week, where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters.